Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Though you see no water for miles around you, you are, like me, nonetheless marooned. We are castaways in this terrible bad dream somebody decided to name Barovia. To switch up the metaphor, we are imprisoned, and the fog is the bars of our cell, and our jailer is Baron von Strad. As far as I can tell, there's no way to escape other than. Possibly by dying. Maybe by being eaten by a wolf, let's say. It is Agogash's turn. Agogash seems to have considered your words and then says, <laughs> No, I think hit him again. God damn it. Yeah, brilliant. Genius, even. Agogash hits him twice and something miraculous happens. Huh? It hurts him. Oh, uh, well, yeah, no, I, I mean, I know that happened. I'm just trying to find it in my fucking... Maybe as Pip's scrambling, uh, you know, uh, being attacked by the, the undead, I'm scrambling through my book as well. Like I am in real life, trying to figure where the fuck this one was. All right, Agogash's attacks still don't seem to have the full effect that they should, mm-hmm. but they actually do hurt it a little bit this time. And then it is the creature's turn. Mm-hmm. The creature... You can see that the fire that you have bathed it in is now in its eyes, and whatever has caused its weakness is also now causing its strength. Uh-oh. Mm. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. All right, a critical Uh-oh. hit. A critical hit. Triple damage, and you're going to need to make a constitution saving throw. Awesome. Good stuff. That's a big old fail. Uh-oh. 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 Quadruple damage. Uh-oh. <laughs> Wait, fuck. Body blow. Only receive half damage. Okay. Whew. So we'll halve this. Did I make the 10, right move? 20. <laughs> I made the right move. 32. So you take, instead of 32, you take 16 damage, and that is reduced from your maximum as well. Oh. And Jesus then Christ. its second attack, which also hits, deals a further 11 points of damage. So that's 27 total, which also comes from your maximum. Oh my God. You are on 20 hit points. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool. Uh-huh. Oh, and your maximum is 30 hit points. <laughs> cool. Uh, okay. I am going to start stepping back and maybe hit it with an enervating breath. Okay. Which should incapacitate it. Oh, you would know it's immune to this. Okay. That enervating breath is like a... Uh, like hitting it with nerve gas, basically. Okay, yeah, sure. All right, well, then I'll, I'll flame breath it again. It fails this time. All right, that's good. That's good. You once again can see that the fire is burning in its eyes, mm-hmm. but you can see that it, whatever weakness and strength is happening, both are still occurring to it. Cool. You hear, go-gong, go-gong, mm-hmm. go-gong. Its heartbeat is going at an increasing How does it pace. look? How does it, how's it looking? You can see from the front, it looks very burnt, but mm-hmm. otherwise fine. But anytime it turns to try and fend off a Gogash, yeah. a Gogash is fucking its backside. Yeah, all right. All right, uh, I'm going to action surge. Yeah, Gogash sur- hits two more times. I'm gonna, oh, okay. Oh, no, sorry. No, I was going to no. action surge and burn him again. All right, yeah, absolutely. He makes another... Clamp my jaw down on his head. Passes <laughs> this one, and so takes only five points of damage from your second fire. That's a shame. <laughs> It's a Gogash's turn. He swings his mighty axe and hits twice. It's nearing its last legs, but it is still fighting. Mm-hmm. And it's its turn. Now it's going to... It 
has decided that you are a inferior target, and it's going to target you only once. Oh, I'll uh-huh. t- hey, I'll take you. Swings at you and misses, and then it swings weakly at a Gogash. A Gogash grabs its arm mm-hmm. and holds it in place. It is Pip your turn. Okay, uh, it's hot. It's hot. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll double double tap it with the crossbow. First attack's a miss, but your second attack straight in its head. Dang. You destroy Brother Valen's head. It explodes from the back outwards towards the front, and then the corpse slumps up against a Gogash and slides to the ground. <laughs> How am I looking at him? You're... How did I pull up at the end of that? You are, as I said, on 20 hit points. Out of 30, though, so you've got still two-thirds of your hit points left. (laughs) (laughs) Your usual maximum is 72. Mm -hmm. You could try to create an alchemical ingredient to remove this effect from you if you have any healing alchemical ingredients. Yeah, maybe I'll, uh, I'll, like, just slump down in the, uh, in the graveyard against Brother Valen's, uh... Tombstone, sure, and I'll start trying to concoct something to to fix me up. Oh, from here, by the way, you acquire some more materials. Yes, I was going to say you do a pretty good job of harvesting. So you find growing upon him Death Knight's Woe. Okay. Uh, let's say three amounts of Death Knight's Woe. Nice, that's good. That's useful. Some flump spores. All right. Any sending agents? <laughs> if one was to ask, fella needs some sending agents. You find three doses of lichen hide. Okay. Four of shambling moss. Oh, all right. And then finally, two doses of ghoul, ghast, or grave dancer innards. All right, yeah, I'm just going to take some time to see if I can heal myself, but I actually don't think I have that possibility. But I'm just going to (laughs) rest. Well, Hector, what would you do after the gatehouse? Uh, Head back to the graveyard. All right, well, you'd find the aftermath of the confrontation. Oh, um, are you okay? What? I have seen better days. I kept thinking it was a specter, but that's a soft ghost. What is it? White? What is a white? I want to inspect, give old Pippa once over to see what's happened. And also, what is a white? You can see that Pip has had his life force drained from him. Undead, white. When the living and doing heart of a mortal creature is slowed to stopping by the evil thoughts of man... It is possible for such a personage to appeal to the vile and villainous gods of the undead for reprieve and unholy life. Yes, yes. When said requests are granted, it is said that a white is created. While no longer alive, these beings are also far from death and sit somewhere uh, <laughs> betwixt the two. As uh, the white, tis not truly dead. I'll lay on hands and heal him for like 10 hit points, basically. Right. <laughs> to be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Pip, you're on full health. <laughs> of course, yes. <laughs> that should have done more than that. Yes, uh, a victim should find... Oh, no, no, that's... Well, lucky I didn't die. <laughs> In combat, <laughs> the white is capable of draining the force of life from a victim to continue the beating of its own heart. Right, um, okay. So it's it's um, a ne- necrotic affliction. Yes. Right, is there... Do I know... Can I do anything... If I had, say, a lesser restoration, would that have work? Would that work here? A lesser restoration would, yes. Okay, I I can cure you tomorrow, but at the moment, not right now. I'm I'm so sorry. That's fine. I uh, I'm, I I can concoct something that will provide me protection whilst we're in the airbnb. But at, um, yes, I, I, point, I don't want to be like this forever. I point to the uh, brother Valen. I think so. Yes, perhaps he appealed to the angel. I say in the airbnb. Esmeralda says the timeline is wrong for that. The abbot came here recently, they mm. said, but uh, Markovia was long before this. Then perhaps whatever corrupted him yeah, went perhaps. to the corpse. Well, one of these stories was about the experiment that they conducted here to try and save the life of a criminal. Mm. Mm. She nudges the foot of the corpse. They uh, stopped his heart, yes? yes? Something along those lines? Yes. Um, can I reach into the... the, the Chest cavity chest. and see where the heart. If you want to tear him open, sure. It's pretty gruesome work, but you can do it. Uh, I'll suggest it first. <laughs> well, we'll probably look at um, see his heart. Um, but I ra- we wrap the two sleeping. Uh, Actually, no. Figures? Sorry, his chest cavity is already opened because 
Pip has already harvested any yeah. useful uh, oh, right. remains. So yeah, the chest cavity would already be open, and you can see within. Pip has maybe cut. Pip maybe turned him over so that you didn't have to see it, but you turn him <laughs> back over. Oh, wow. Imagine if someone's imagine a the well, this person is emaciated. Mm. So imagine a very like like you can see bone through skin, mm, mm, mm. but imagine such a person, and you open their chest cavity to reveal that all of their innards are as they would normally be with the exception of everything is charcoal black within. Heart, yeah. lungs, guts, stomach, charcoal black. Right, and that's got nothing to do with him being on fire. <laughs> no, that, well, Pip would know mm. that that mm. was the, that that was was the probably case beforehand. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, it's, it's a look at the, examine the heart, the charcoal heart. It looks like it was beating recently. Yeah. Okay. And so there's nothing to be like, oh, we can deduce an experiment of sorts from this particular blackened heart. I think, look, um, it probably was him, the person they experimented on. Of course. Uh, what what experiments cause the, the, the inner organs to go, yeah, it's the charcoal black. Uh, the blackening would be a result of being a white. Oh, right. Yeah, I nod. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, well, we ran into some of the um, uh, Bellevue children. Yes, they'd been yes. experimented on, mm. or, as in, well, they said cured. By who? But uh, the abbot. Of what? Uh, they just, uh, when asked about that, they seemed shocked that I would ask. The affliction of affecting their family. But, um, so one of them had scales and human flesh and something else. Another one had a dog ear and uh, had, As you, I, I describe what they yeah. what they look like. Yeah, sure. As you flip through a manual to monster, Esmeralda looks at you, Pip, yeah. and pulls out from a little chain a pocket-sized version <laughs> of the manual of the monster dark places. Yeah. She shakes her head and says, uh, this cre- these creatures do not feature within... They didn't sound terribly familiar. I think these are an entirely unique horror yes. that perhaps exists only here at the Abbey. Um, but they did say to get on... Well, maybe, I don't know. They didn't seem exactly with it. Together? Mm. So um, they definitely wanted their shovels, but I did ask if uh, to get onto the abbot's good side, and they, they said we needed something borrowed, something blue, something old, and uh, something new. Uh, which I is, is that is, is similar customs for a wedding? Yes, um, and, the and, face. and I also su- yes suggested a good and face. face, a good mm. face. Esmeralda, <laughs> Esmeralda's got a really expressive. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so a, a look, it could just be a a, a face of perhaps the the people that they're digging up from the grave, or maybe a face of a clock from, or something else. From within the belfry, or well, rather from within the abbey, all of you hear, um, bum, bum, It is bum, a wedding. Bum, 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 it's got to be bad news. Bum, no way. Bum, bum, no way in all the hells bum, bum, this is going to be pleasant. Bum, bum, bum. Shall we go crash a wedding? Yeah, I suppose so. Um, bef- really quickly, I want to concoct something so that I don't fucking die straight away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll, maybe I'll be doing this on the fly as we're... Oh, we're... actually, a Gogash rummages around in his pack, and he produces... Whoa. A, uh, a pre-made... It's got, like, a little stamp on it that you do not recognize, but the lettering around it says, Emmanuel de Monster Official Ointment. <laughs> What? <laughs> this is some accoutrement, or some extra item to the Emmanuel de Monster series that you have never heard of. He opens the jar and there it it a noxious scent assails mm-hmm. your nostrils. Hold your arms out. Let me smooth this across your skin. I roll up one of my sleeves or unbuckle a bracer and reveal my scaly gold arms. You can see that the flesh where the white touched you is black mm. and shriveled. He smooths the ointment across your wounds, and you recover a further nine hit points, but your hit point maximum mm-hmm. is restored to full. You oh, just aren't all right. on full hit points, though. Yeah, no, nice. You're only on 39, but the ointment does cure whatever affliction you have. Fuck yeah. Hmm. Thank you, Gogesh. I appreciate that. Thank you for helping me take down the white as well. Sorry I didn't identify it quickly. Sorry, I incorrectly identified it. It is understandable. You are not the first who has been confounded by those books. (laughs) (laughs) What did Emmanuel the Monster do to his dimension? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you go crash a wedding? Yeah, we're going to do it. Go crash this wedding.
You approach the abbey entrance, or you could smash in a window if you wanted to, just letting you know that's an option. <laughs> but you approach the entrance. A 15-foot-high curtain wall joins the abbey's two wings. So imagine the abbey has two solid, like, proper buildings, mm-hmm. and then in between them there is a walled section which doesn't actually have a roof. It could be described as further part of the building, but you could imagine it as having the more of a like a beer garden okay. sort of vibe. Yeah, cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. An outdoor space which is walled. Yeah, basically. sure. Behind the battlements, two guards stand at attention, their features obscured by fog. Below them, set into the wall, is a pair of 10-foot-tall wooden doors reinforced with bands of steel. To the right of these doors, mounted on the wall, is a tarnished copper plaque. So, doors, two guards on the battlements, mm-hmm. copper plaque. Hmm. Are we obvious to the guards? Yeah, you would have... Yeah, okay. They should Actually, you realize, having approached now, that the mist obscured them from you. But not us from them. Yeah, they yeah, should okay. have seen you by now. So, they've okay. quite clearly sighted you and not done anything. All right, I'd, I'll approach the plaque then. I'd like to have a, a, ge- a geese. Written upon it is, may her light cure all illness. Okay. I um, just, yeah, haven't taken my eyes off the guards as we approach. Mm-hmm. Are they saying or doing anything? They do not react. Okay. They stand motionless. They look, are they breathing? Are they flesh and blood? Are they... You can't tell. The mist is too heavy. Mm. Mm. I, I turn to the rest of the party. Are we, are we just going through the front door? I don't see why not. Esmeralda nods. I do not see a better way to introduce ourselves, she says, with the air of someone who is definitely planning on violence. We could try to sneak our way in through a window, but I assume that's not everybody's first choice. I am not the the, the tiefling, uh, but I can sneak when the situation calls for it. If you wanted to have a look through the window to see what is on the other side, I... Well, there's no windows here. Well, no, then. I don't see why not. We just... um. Open the door. The thick fog fills this courtyard and swirls as if eager to escape. The courtyard is surrounded by 15-foot-high curtain walls all around you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wooden doors are to your left and right, to your north and south. Okay. And in addition to that, you can see... Oh, no, that's it. Yeah, sorry. That's it. Uh, Just doors to your north and south. But also in addition to that... I'm sorry. I... When I say there's nothing in addition to that, and then I say there isn't something, in, it, what I mean is there's no other doors, yeah, okay. but there are other features of this area. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So there's a north door and a south, south, south door. door. Yeah, And uh, both of these doors are wooden. In the center of this courtyard is a stone well with a fitted iron winch mm-hmm. to which a rope and bucket are attached. Along the perimeter... Tucked under the overhanging wall are several stone sheds with padlocked wooden doors, as well as three shallow alcoves that contain wooden troughs, where you would keep horses or animals Mm -hmm. whatnot. Two wooden posts pounded into the rocky earth have iron rings bolted to them, and chained to one of them is a short humanoid with bat wings and spider mandibles. The quiet is shattered by horrible screams coming from the sheds. As soon as you open the doors, they creak loudly open, Mm -hmm. and then the screaming begins. From the sheds? Okay. Yeah. The figure staked or attached to the ground Mm -hmm. turns to look at you with their... You can see when they turn, in addition to spider mandibles and... Bat wings? uh, Yeah, bat wings. You can see they have spider eyes. Gross. Well, that is kind of, um, I'm guessing, another Bellevue Uh, family member. I point to the well. There's probably something down there, yes? Yes, I wouldn't drink from it. No, I meant a kind of curse or corruption. It's always wells. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I uh, go to the... Oh, I'm so sorry. She doesn't have... uh, You know it's a she. Yeah. She doesn't have all spider eyes. She has half spider eyes. And then a human eye. That's good shit. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I go over to her... She stands up as you approach and points to the points to the thing, sta- the the stake, her connection to the stake in the ground, mm. and then to her collar. Why? Right. She moves her spider mandibles and says, uh, okay. "Can um, can you write in the ground? Do you know how to write?" She crouches down and then starts drawing shapes and patterns in the ground. I... She clearly is not literate. Okay, mm. I look at the shapes and patterns. Are they anything? It looks like a child's drawing. Poor creature. 
I'd like to go over to the sheds. If anyone has any uh, objections. When you do that, she turns to you and starts gesturing like no. No? Something dangerous in the sheds. She nods. You chained up because you you went against the rest of the Bellevue, Bellevue family? She shakes her head. Okay. Chained up for another reason. She nods. Yeah. F- okay, fantastic. <laughs> uh, more like you in the sheds or uh, further monsters? Hmm. That's a good question. Or is that is that too complicated a question? Probably give it um, yes or no. She kind of gives you like a yeah, like a shrug. Yeah. Are there undead in the sheds? She shakes her head. More like you. She, she shrugs. shrugs. Okay, it's, it's, it's hard to say. More people cured, perhaps. She nods. Uh, okay, now we're getting somewhere. And cured by the well. I point to the well. <laughs> she shakes her head. Okay, just she a well <laughs> to the south door. Uh, that's Ab- where the cure comes from. She nods. Abbott, I point to the south door. She nods. Okay. Hmm. Cure bad? She seems to be thinking about what you're saying. A complicated question. Fair. No, she seems to be thinking about what you're saying. And then she looks at you, and the spider eyes are in... Mm. You cannot read the spider (laughs) parts of of her face. But the human eye, you can see there's intelligence within her. Yeah, of course. And then instead of answering your question, she points to the points to the stake in the ground and points to her collar. Right. Is there um I'm going over to the stake in the ground. Is there anything bad in the well? Um she sh- she shakes her head. <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is there anything bad in the well? No, I'm sure it's just an innocent well. Mm, of course. Um if we free you, uh where are you going? You can point. Uh, she just points to the stake and to her. I, 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 to her I, 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 I probably now. wouldn't free her, Hector, if I were you. If at the end she of this, she shakes her head. She gets really aggressive. Yeah, of course, when she wants to be free, Hector. Hector. It's just, she seems like she's a child. Well, yes. Probably none of these are. Everyone here is innocent. They've just been corrupted. But once they're corrupted, Hector, unfortunately, there's not a lot of time. The werewolves were in the same position. I am. I am. I Sometimes people become too far gone. You got to. A go Send gash. them to heaven. A go, a, a go, a go gash. That's, that's his right. name. A go a gash. You've oh, no, it a... is. Yeah, no, it's a go gash. <laughs> don't, don't fuck I... with us, <laughs> <laughs> Adam, buddy. It is though. No, sorry, I'm sorry. I forget where the A is. A go gash steps forward and says, "We should let her go. It is cruel to tie a beast or human or anything within uh, such." Settings. She should have the freedom to choose. And if she chooses violence, he thumbs his axe. We will handle it. Well, of course, that's a Gogash's opinion. Esmeralda steps forward and says, I'm with Pip. I think we should leave her tied here. She causes less trouble hmm. like this. Why start a fight we don't have to do? Unfortunately, I am also with a Gogash, but that is a stalemate. So... We can come always come back. That is cool. <laughs> As brother looks at you, Pip. <laughs> uh, yes, that is cool. All right, what would you like to do? I apologize to this spider lady, and um, she lets out an awful howling noise, and then kind of collapses down in defeat. Apparently, um, they're going to let you go later. Right. I say to her. I, she doesn't seem to take that. She's got to be a little patient. Yeah. We're going through the door she pointed I, to. I look at the well, and I, I start heading towards the well. You peer in, down into the well? Uh, very cautiously. And, uh, before, but you look down into the well. Uh, well yeah, of course. But <laughs> before I go to the well, it'll be, well, the abbot is south. I don't know what is north. Possibly the wedding, maybe. Maybe the yeah. abbot's conducting a wedding of some kind. Mm. You look down into the well, and you see a face looking back up at you. The well is dry. But yeah. someone's in the well. Oh, hello there, little fellow. So he has, so she, the person you were talking to, mm. has spider eyes on one half of her face. He has spider eyes on the other half of his face. But apart from that, he has a frog head. <laughs> cool. Uh, he looks up at you. Rabbit! Are you, are you, I'm assuming you're a brother or cousin of the... Rabbit! Mm, yes. They're all family. He points in the direction of the woman. Yes, what of her? I think uh, Hector, uh, all he can say is ribbit. And then he points down here. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, are you trapped there as well? He shakes his head. Uh, I'd like to start tapping my foot. <laughs> Esmeralda is also going from one foot to the other. Let us go south. Uh, he cries out as you leave. What is going on here? All right, so you're going to the southern door? Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. 
Bum, 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 bum. You open the doors? Yeah. Gentle sounding music, which is the bridal waltz, Mm -hmm. trickles from down above. It's being played by, there's a floor, uh, there's several floors. Like a mezzanine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, mezzanine, sorry. There is several floors up to the belfry above you, Mm -hmm. and it sounds like the music is being played from above you, but then the noise, it's obviously this place is designed such that the noise travels down into this space here. Oh, yeah. This ground floor is one large 50-foot square room with arched leaded glass windows. There would normally be a great table with several chairs here and then a fireplace on the opposite wall. That has all been pushed aside, and all of the chairs have been arranged vaguely to form pews up to the fireplace itself. And in addition to that, as you step in, you can see to your left and right are a set of stairs, one going up to where the music's coming from, one going down into darkness. Mm -hmm. Walking through the pews is a woman wearing a white bridal gown. It is tattered and mangy. It looks awful. You can see that quite clearly someone has been walking through mud with this dress, Mm. and the edges of the hems are like soaked in dirt and dried mud. The figure walks towards a... Well, at first you think he's a man. Yeah. But then you realize he's not a man. He stands next to the fireplace in a position implying that he would be the the priest in this ceremony. No one else is here. It's just the two of them. Sure. She walks towards him. He has human-like features, but he is impossibly handsome. You blink once, and as you blink, he, he's got like a brief aura, a, a halo around him. And then you realize that he has two angelic wings stretching oh. out behind him. You realize, Pip, you're not 100% sure what this is. It's just an angel. The entry sorts. on angels in Emmanuel de Monster is brief. Yes. Yeah. Hector, it's a deva. The same as your patron. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. When you open the doors, the music stops suddenly like that. And the Deva looks across the room to the two of you, well, to the four of you, to mm-hmm. your group, and says, oh, guests. Yes. Uh, is, is this Deva, have a, do I recognize the kind of Deva it is? Like, I, I would assume I'd be familiar with some of the pantheon that I am familiar with. Yeah. So is it kind of like, you know, similar to, you know, Galadia, that they have similar features? Or is it more like, oh, they're a deva, but of a different religion? Every deva is unique. No mm-hmm. two are the same. Mm-hmm. Every deva bears some symbols or some features of the gods that they serve, mm-hmm. or god, depending some devas serve a pantheon, like yours serves the entire human pantheon rather mm-hmm. than a specific deva. You can tell that upon his chest, he has the symbology of the gods that he serves. Though he wears clothes, you just can sense or see them as if he was standing there bare before you. And they are wholly unfamiliar to you. This deva comes from a pantheon or worships a god or gods that you are very unfamiliar with. All right, all right, all right. There is, as you gaze upon him, Hector, you were the only one. Pip, you... You get you get angelic aura, yeah. but aside from that, nothing. Hector, you are aware that something is wrong. That's mm. all you can tell. Something is not right. Uh, can I cast uh, Divine Sense, either as we enter or just before sure. we open the door or something like that, so I can kind of get a, a bit of more of a, like, okay, yeah, you should just kind of just, just, just to check uh, what's going on. if Because um, the Divine Sense, can I, can I know... If it is like a celestial, a fiend, an undead, or do I just know that something of that uh, is around? You sense the presence of an angel, but apart from that, your divine sense, unfortunately, could not tell you anything further. Okay, and I get nothing from the woman. Oh, from the woman? Oh, uh, no. She does not detect as an undead, a devil, a demon, or an angel. She's not huh. one of those four things. Interesting. Do I get any vibes from her? She's... It's impossible to tell without okay. viewing her. She finishes the bridal waltz as if nothing had happened and then stands and turns such that she would be in the place where a bride would stand in such a ceremony. You can see when she turns, she has a veil over her face that hides. You cannot see anything about her. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Please come in. Are you adventurers? Petitioners? Perhaps you are sick or ill? We are... Petitioners petitioning on behalf of someone else or someone's else. Please enter 
You are safe here. Tell me what troubles you. We have seven children bitten by a werewolf. In the next ten days they will turn, and I am asking for a great boon from you to prevent that from happening. He nods. Bring them to me, and I will save them. That he will, Hector. <laughs> <clears throat> I am aware. But I must ask for your assistance in a matter. I do not know the gods you serve, but I see you are a man of the church. I am, am I correct? Yes, I am a man of the church. Correct. I seek to redeem a great evil in this land. And that great evil would be? The greatest evil of them all, I'm afraid. Count Strad von Zarevich, I feel that the beauty, the majesty of the greatest power for good, love itself, can fix him. I need, I need to save him, and all I need to save him. He turns and grabs the edges of the veil and slowly lifts it up, is a face. When... (laughs) When he pulls the face back, you see two piercing, beautiful blue eyes in a head with no face. You see muscle and sinew sitting open and exposed. Oh, no. This is the undead, Frankenstein? I don't know what this is, Hector. You can see stitching Along yes, the neck. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I yes. don't know what. Oh, yeah, I don't know what. Yes, 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 yes. The villagers of Kresik have been so kind to donate for me such parts that I was to get this far. Donate a bit rich. <clears throat> of course. But I have yet to find a convincing final piece, he gestures. Please, I wish you to meet Vasilka. Vasilka. Show them what you know. She stands ramrod straight, brings both of her hands out as if she were holding an imaginary partner for a dance, and then the the abbot calls out. He looks up to where the music was coming from. Cloven, begin. And you hear a bridal waltz. Not, sorry, the bridal waltz, but like a, like a, a song begins. A different one this time, mm. but kind of a slow, melodic, somewhat beautiful song, mm-hmm. punctuated by Vasilka dancing with an imaginary partner. Of course. Uh, while we're here having this chat, can I rack my brain, uh, or maybe even take in what is around here, of what could cause uh, perhaps a good angel or deva to kind of go insane? You have a little look around as you're doing so. Maybe, maybe you hear the abbot cluck like tut or whatever and you can see that he thinks you're being a little impolite but he doesn't say anything okay esmeralda as you step in maybe pip you hear this more clearly than hector but you hear esmeralda say what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) ogogash steps next to esmeralda and says is this normal (laughs) no in the slightest. You search around, Hector, and you see no obvious source of an evil-possessing mm-hmm. being, but you're not really sure what you would be looking for. Yeah, like, do I know anything like that would perhaps... Yeah, like, what would corrupt an angel, I guess? As you walk into this room, mm. the abbot spies Esmeralda and says, My lady, you are beautiful. Esmeralda, can you just Esmeralda? Run? Esmeralda's run. immediately on the same step as you. Run. She puts a hand on each of her weapons and says, "Oh, like fuck, that's <laughs> happening." Esmeralda, uh, perhaps um, need to uh, run. Please do not be selfish. You do not need a face. Uh, as the, I think we're going to go to an issue. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just going to say the um, the piano playing. Yeah. Seems to correlate with the movement of the monster, comma Frankenstein. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 I know where I gotta go. <laughs> the abbot moves with lightning speed. He lashes out at Esmeralda, I guess. Okay. And he grabs her and then slowly lifts up into the air. The first attack 
Oh, Esmeralda, what are your hit points? Hmm, yeah, he's gonna hit twice. Okay. Yeah. He begins crushing Esmeralda's body, and he says, I do not want to harm your form, but all I need is your face. Does he want it a per- like, does he- I guess we don't know. Does he want a perfect face? Because, like, uh, Esmeralda, scar yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. More than scar yourself. <laughs> Like, presumably, he wants at least half the face. Like, worst case scenario, he wants half a face, right? I just was thinking if he wants a perfect face. Yeah, if she's scarred her face, it's going to be no good to Like, him. if he has a cut, it's like, oh, no, you've well, ruined you've my... you sullied the face. You've sullied you can the make face. that argument with Esmeralda <laughs> on your turn. I'm not. <gasps> and that's uh, 41. Uh-oh. Shit. Uh-oh. Uh, 52. 60 points of damage. Cool. Cool stuff. Mmm. Mmm. Uh, in a blinding flash, Esmeralda screams. Pip, it's your turn. Okay. Sweet. Um, I don't know any fucking shit about angels. What's the Frankenstein... What's the monster comma Frankenstein doing? Dancing. Okay. Well, that's not so bad at the moment. Uh, all right. I will fire two bolts at the... I've only got one special bolt left. That's... Sucks. Defensive shot only works for me, doesn't it? Only gives them disadvantage. Yeah. Like me. In that case, I will. I'll fire a precise shot mm-hmm. at it to just guarantee a hit. Just regular. I've at the got, at the angel. At the angel. Okay. I don't know if it's gonna work at all. You hit. I don't know what hurts an angel really. Mm. You can tell that your attack did not do as much damage as it should have. Yeah. Good. Classic. Cool. Is Esmeralda still conscious? By the by. Esmeralda is still conscious, yeah. That's, it's your turn, Hector. That's something. Now, okay, what do I know about Davis slash fighting them? You know they're not immune. Immortal, sorry. You know that this isn't going to be an easy fight, mm-hmm. but apart from that, Davis are more creatures of spreading light and good than really actually combat. So you know that he really isn't... He doesn't have a lot of options other than just physically attacking okay okay do i know what causes harm to uh deva like uh they don't have any special weaknesses that you know of okay but would they, would they have any sort of immunity so if i cast say like a radiant damage is that going to be like oh that's nothing because we are radiant beings mm. or is it more of a like try to go against you radiant wouldn't know to be honest i guess i've never had to fight my... yeah you've never actually had to hurt your patron yeah 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 hmm I would like to cash in my, one of my um, good boy cards mm-hmm. of, whoa, how did I do that? Which I can cast a cantrip that I do not know. Sure. And I think I'm going to try and cast necromancies, uh, a necromantic spell. Uh-huh. Uh, I think Toll the Dead. He fails his saving throw and takes 12 points of damage. Good job. All right. Nice. Hey, that's something. I like that you've gotten abyssal and then necrotic powers, presumably from your um, the deity here in Barovia. Do, uh, oh dear! Look, went <laughs> in Rome, <laughs> went to cast like a guiding light. Oh, oh, that came out wrong. Well, that is an interesting um, predicament. Uh, and then I can try and rush on next to um, uh, Esmeralda. All right, they're slowly floating into the air. Yeah, and then it is Esmeralda's turn. She, you could see, it, even through the blinding light, you could see she drags one of her legs up, and then her arms are kind of pinned to her sides. Mm-hmm. But mm. she reaches down, she manipulates her boot in such a way that she can reach her boot. She grabs and draws out another one of those vials, and she tries to inject the abbot. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. She gets him. She injects the abbot. There's a little bit of a flare, and then the sp- a sputtering of the light, and then both of them collapse to the ground. The abbot calls out, My gods, what have you done? The angelic aura turns off. Oh. Whatever Esmeralda has done, she has severed the abbot's connection to magic. Fuck, that rolls. A gogash charges forwards, but unfortunately he wasn't expecting that. He was expecting to have to jump and swing, <laughs> but instead they've crashed to the ground and a gogash stumbles a little bit, trips on both of them and hits the ground. That's his turn, unfortunately. Classic. Well, he gets back up, but that's his turn. It is the abbot's turn. The abbot 
snarls at Esmeralda and swings his mace. He misses. Then it is Pip, your turn. Okay, I'm going to create something. Hmm. I squat down and I would like to combine a bit of shambling moss, uh, a bit of ghoul ghast slash grave dancer innards, mm-hmm. and a formian eye to make like a little sticky ball that will stick to him when I throw it at him. And what uh, t- what are the other effects of this? So ball? the effects are necrotic damage from the ghoul innards and mm-hmm. a deformation of magic of some variety. I'm okay. hoping to effectively cripple any spells he has, whilst at the same time causing some kind of minor lasting necrotic damage because it'll stick to him when I throw it right. because of the gripping moss. Well, that is uh, that is unfortunately an yeah, action, that's my, that's but my is turn, there anything yeah. else you'd like to do? Uh, I'll Hunter's Bane him as well. I mean, right. Hunter's Mark Hunter's him. Mark, yeah, no worries. Yeah. It is Hector, your turn. Uh, so there's a uh, connection oh, uh, where he's gone away from magic. So if I was to cast a protection of good and evil on uh, Esmeralda, is that going to take effect? Um, or has he lost he's his... evil. His, or uh, good, depending on what version of the spell you cast. Uh, it's just, uh, well, hey, Adam, it's fifth ed. <laughs> it's both. <laughs> it's good to watch Adam go to heaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Close yeah. his eyes in a sun. Yes. So I, 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 uh, if, if, so the, the, the disconnection from his um, magic doesn't really affect that? Doesn't affect the protection. Oh, the protection? It shouldn't, no. Ah, sweet. Well, in that case, I'll touch um, Esmeralda and I'll cast protection from good and evil. That was Hector, your turn. It's Esmeralda's turn. She draws both of her weapons, now that her arms are free, and says, time for the drum solo. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to swing. She hits with both of her weapons, dealing a non-insignificant amount of damage. Oh, wow. Oh, that's funny. Just a coincidental. Mm. She rolled the same that she gets bonuses. It's just a, hmm. she, she gets a plus five and a plus three, yeah. and she rolled, rolled a, a five, five and, and a three. three. Yeah, yeah. I just think that's cool. A Gogash stands up and swings his axe. He gets a critical hit. He, poor angel. A Gogash <laughs> is... A Gogash is going to remove one of the wings. That rolls. <laughs> that makes sense. He deals 38 points of damage and cuts off a wing. The the abbot screams. He is quite obviously in a lot of pain. And it's the abbot's turn. The abbot, the angelic aura begins to flicker back into life as he's getting his connection to magic or connection to the divine back. Well, that's not good. He, I think he, does he really only get one attack? Oh, no, he gets two. Good stuff. He misses hmm. twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pip, it's your turn. I'd like to lob my goo ball at him. It strikes him dead center of his chest. He takes, he screams as the necrotizing damage takes effect. And the the angelic, as the formian eye melts into him, zits it, dude. <laughs> he, loses Hell his, yeah. he loses his connection again. Hector. How's Esmeralda looking health-wise? She's less than half. She's protected currently, so he's got negatives to attack. He's pretty fucked up, this angel. Yeah, I just feel... Oh, uh, uh, I'm just going to grab spear, both hands, try and drive it into him. All right. It's silvered. Maybe that's good. (laughs) Can't hurt. You hit him. It does not feel like it did as much damage as it should have, and it's a very... Your heart's really not in this. You really don't want to kill a Deva, so... This is very... You deal, like, two points of damage, unfortunately, mm. oh, all well, things said and done. I guess I'll attack him again. Actually, I'll make them non-lethal. No. He's insane. Attack um, again? Uh, yeah. I'll attack again. Is it... Can I think of anything to be... Is there any way of bringing a fallen angel back? Once they've fallen, is there um, anything? That that really depends. Okay. It really depends on the angel, to be honest. Okay. I, I like mean, in, in, I, I mean okay. beyond just like every angel is unique. No, of course. I mean, also like the the abbot needs to believe that he is fallen first, All and right. you're not getting that impression. Can I try and instead of attacking, then can I try and persuade? You could try, sure. Yeah, I'll just try and persuade him to be like you have fallen so far from your God's grace. You don't know how far you've fallen. The abbot looks at you and says, To save all of Barovia, you would not harm a single person? No. You would not harm but one person to save everyone, not even kill. One does not need a face. You are the villain. Not an innocent. And try and uh, uh, convince him that way. 
The possible. abbot is unconvinced, unfortunately. An innocent dies every moment. Every second is suffering for innocence here. But not at my hand, I say, as maybe I hit him with a spear. All right. You... You, you, once again, your heart just really isn't in it, though. You're like, try, you tried to convince him, and even though he's doing an awful thing, you, it's a glancing blow to his neck because you're just really, it's a really upsetting thing for you. I don't want to do this. This is bad. It's Esmeralda's turn. And Esmeralda says, I'm not, <laughs> convince him all you want. He's dead. She hits two more times. Esmeralda jams her short sword down into the abbot's collarbone. He screams in pain, and then she drags him back so that, because uh, Esmeralda had gone, kind of gotten behind him as you were fighting him, mm-hmm. Hector. Esmeralda drags him back so that his head bumps into her chest, and then with her axe, she brings it down into his belly works it in deep, and when she drags it out, she eviscerates the abbot. He falls to the ground, dead. How's Frankenstein's <sighs> monster looking? Continuing to dance. Oh, only dancing? Yep. <laughs> it's making me stressed. <laughs> what if we told you everything you know about the world is wrong? Welcome to the world of darkness, an anthology series of unspeakable horrors set in a world not that different from our own, a journey into the unknown, a speculative fiction series exploring terrifying secrets and dark corners where few dare to tread. From an elder evil deep in the Australian outback to an old west train filled with dangerous figures, we explore subjects that go beyond the map and beyond reason. Head on over to sanspantsradio.com forward slash podcasts and search for our Beyond the Map series to join us on this journey as we explore our deepest fears. Though, be warned, sometimes shining a light into darkness only makes it mad. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's good to know that I guess he wasn't in control of Frankenstein's monster. Whoever, Huron, Alton, whoever was playing the piano is probably the one who's controlling it. Or Frankenstein's monster is obeying the last order it was given. Yeah, that's true. I just know that often it can go panic mode if something like that Oh, yeah, happens. often it goes fucking panic mode, yeah. <laughs> okay, even though everything's calmed down, Pip's eyes are still just directly on the dancing lady. Maybe even I've got an arrow lobbed at it. Esmeralda doesn't leave much time to breathe. Mm. As, she, as she drags her short sword out of the abbot and his body fully collapses to the ground, she turns around, starts walking towards the Frankenstein's monster, and you see she swings, like, twiddles through her fingers and swings around the axe once, quite clearly intending on destroying this thing. I, 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 I think the person playing the piano is in control of this monster, comma, Frankenstein. So I think if we kill them, we've got the piano, they're no, no longer a threat to us. She stops. Well, and I feel bad away. because I've stopped you doing attacking things like three times in the past, and I understand that's probably pissing you off. But just for the safety of everyone right now, let's... That might be an easier fight. I point up to where the piano is coming from. Esmeralda looks up, looks down at you, and says, you deal with the song, I will deal with the dancer. Okay. <laughs> um, 
I'll uh, chuck the crossbow, but I like give again no time to breathe. I, this fight's still going for us. I'll uh, put the crossbow on my back and I'll start. Are there, are there stairs in this room? Did you say? Yeah, the stairs going right, up. I'll head up the stairs. All right, what are you doing, um, Hector? Maybe looking over the abbot, inspecting them to see if even there's like a physical ailment of maybe that was what caused the corruption. Just yeah, looking through his, his All right. kind of doing that. A gogash like, puts a hand on your shoulder and says. I am sorry that this had to happen to you. It is okay. Oh, yeah, go through his things. Does he have anything that maybe I'm like, maybe he has uh, things that could help the children? I don't know. You find a mace. Well, his mace. He had warm clothes. (laughs) You want. (laughs) I'm not wearing them, Adam. Probably feels pretty sacrilegious to put on the... A little bit. (laughs) To put on an angel's pants. Yeah. Mm. You find no evidence as to why the abbot did this. Physiologically speaking, appears to be a regular a, a regular deva. Uh, I look around. Does he have like a like a, a vest? Uh, not a vestments. Like a chamber where he would go to for his things. There's no such room here. The only the only paths that you could take right now are the door back the way you came, stairs down, stairs up. Okay. Uh, and the mace is just a regular mace. It's yeah. Not... Out, with, yeah, the mace is a regular mace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He is not like. A holy relic that I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, it hurts me now. <laughs> or, oh, I'm insane. Oh, a face. Oh, oh honey, it's a, a mace of face. Okay, <laughs> mace okay, of face. okay. Maybe I need this mace to have. Hmm. It's the best weapon for getting a face is a mace. <laughs> um, does Esme have, Esmeralda, does she have any blunt weapons? Esmeralda? Mm. Um, She's twiddling a dagger yet to stab the Frankenstein. No, well, she has a, sorry, sorry, I see what you're saying. Sorry, she has a short sword and an axe. Mm. Um, I could be like, um, Esmeralda, I think that you needed a blunt weapon. Esmeralda stops and says, "No, I do not need. It's not the. It's a construct. It's not undead." Yeah. Never mind. No, this this is good. She, as the as the bride dances past her, she's very casually talking to you. She jams her sword <laughs> into the center of its mass and says, "No, it is a." Very common mistake made by um, even the even uh, veteran hunters. I see. Well, <sighs> next time I have attack, I just watch. This is this is too sad. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You get up one floor. The wooden stairs climb twenty feet to a loft with a pitched roof and a door in the center of the south wall. Unlit lanterns hang from the rafters and a rope dangles from a bronze bell lodged in the belfry 30 feet overhead. The room is filled with the sound of beautiful music, a melody so enchanting that it adds a bit of much-needed warmth to the otherwise freezing room. A black shroud covers a humanoid shape lying on a wooden table. The music does nothing to stir it. Don't know why the book mentions that, but... (laughs) Okay, good to know. Uh, a cot heaped with furs rests in the northeast corner, surrounded by empty wine bottles. An oil lamp burns atop a table nearby, silhouetting a squat creature that has two heads. It sits on the edge of the cot with a vial between its legs. With a crustacean, claw-like appendage, Ew. it grasps the neck of the instrument while running a bow gently across its strings with a human hand. As you get up to the top here, the creature stops. You all hear that the music stops, mm-hmm. and the creature turns to you. Both heads turn to you. I could have sworn mm. I heard a piano. <laughs> um, it is the music I have. Yes. You're controlling the Frankenstein downstairs. Both heads shake. No, that is the abbot's creation. Oh. So... Okay, well, maybe I was mistaken. Does it, this guy's like a fucking ghoul man, yeah? <laughs> yeah, He when he stands up, you see that... I can show you, I believe there is a picture of him. Oh, oh. my God. There you go. <laughs> he, he rolls. I like that the second head's like a sleeping baby. It's super Please, f- would you like to describe? Yeah, so imagine like a, like a, t- like a satyr and a dwarf had a child, a misshapen child. Mm. <laughs> and uh, one head is kind of, yeah, satyr-like uh, with kind of like little horns and a, a little goatee. Mm-hmm. And the other head is like an, a sleeping baby, but it kind of looks like, you ever see those fucked up uh, online where someone will make a super realistic baby? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. Like mm. it look, doesn't really look like a real baby. It mm. looks like a realistic baby made out of whack. Mm. It is, seems to be not in any kind of proportion. <laughs> mm. Um, The abbot's dead. 
I say to the what? Yeah, he's been killed. Uh, do you know what the Frankenstein, the, the lady, the woman? She'll just keep dancing, I suppose. Vasilka. Yes, that's right, Vasilka. She'll just keep dancing uh, until told otherwise by. Mm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like you I'll... hear sounds of chairs being disturbed downstairs, and you can tell that Esmeralda is dismantling. Mm. <laughs> yeah, cool. Vasilka. I'll, I'll like. Mm. I'll maybe I'll I'll resheath my crossbow. What will you do and and the rest of the family now uh, that the abbot is dead? Live our lives as best as we can. There's a a, a young girl uh, chained up down by the well. She wants to be released, but uh, I, I didn't think that best. Do, do you know? Do you know why? It was the abbot's order. I should let her go. Okay, sure. Well, Cloven stands up. Thank you. Yeah, look, it's no problem. Put in a good word with the uh, burgomaster for me. That's that's it. That's how you can thank me. How would the burgomaster take us in? He says, gesturing to himself. We came. Here to be helped. Yeah, well. We come. My sister, she could not move her arm. Gives her a bare arm. Yeah, it's kind of one of those ideas that seems like a a good one at the time. I had a disease of the mind. He gives me, he gestures to the other head, another. Yes, right. Probably, yes, you're correct. Kresik's not going to take you in, but maybe the winery? Perhaps. We will live here as best we can for now until a decision can be made. Are you here? He gestures to the figure underneath the... the under, mm. uh, on the table. Oh, yeah. For them. Who are they? He walks over, grabs at the, the black cloth, pulls it, and you can see that beneath it is a strange sight indeed. A dwarf, or two dwarves, it's hard to say. Nude, completely naked. Mm-hmm. And you can see that they are, it is two dwarves stitched together with two separate heads. Their chest slowly rises and falls, and you can tell that they are alive. They were harmed, hurt by the werewolves to be turned... They came here to the abbot for help, and he took the infected flesh, but they could not survive alone, so he did this. Are they are, are they okay now? I mean, obviously they're not okay, but are they okay now? Like The surgery was a success. Mm, I wasn't here for them specifically. But uh, I, I, I assume they don't want to spend any more time here, so I can... When are they, Can I wake them up? You don't know. There's uh, some operating equipment and whatnot around, mm. and he comes back with smelling salts, which he puts underneath their noses. <laughs> both of them. I, like, put a hand on their shoulder sit- as they sit up. <laughs> Steal yourself because a very fucked up thing has happened to you. <laughs> You've been sewn together by an angel. I know. Intense. The two heads turn to look at each other, and both of them simultaneously say, You! <laughs> uh, great. <laughs> What the devil have you done to me? You did this. You did this. You. They, each of them quite clearly control one half of the body and both hands reach up and they try to (laughs) strangle each other. I'd like to like put my hands up, back away, head downstairs, just like poke my head out into the Mm -hmm. the kind of church and be like, "Uh, I'm afraid my interpersonal skills are lacking in this department. Um, Mm -hmm. Could I have a hand? Sure, what else could be the problem? You, yeah, what what, possibly... what could be up here? What could be happening what up here? What could be happening, yeah. You get upstairs, Hector, mm-hmm. and you see you see Cloven. Obviously, you don't know his name is Cloven. Well, you can assume this is, well, actually, there are two figures, and both of them, both of them are pretty <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Who knows? You see one of the two-headed figures trying to stop the other two-headed figure from strangling itself. <laughs> Pip, what the fuck is this? 
I, what, what do you think I know? No, what, what, what the fuck is... Why is there everybody has more there heads than no, they have legs? What is going on? I thought this guy... I like Maybe point with an arrow. I thought this guy was playing the musical instrument to make the uh-huh, Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wrong. He's just some guy. This is some dwarf that got experimented on, now has two heads. And he's nude as the day he was born. I, I, <laughs> the dwarves, or dwarf... Mm. Hops off the table, and then you see both figures instinctively try to walk away from <laughs> the other one. And so instead, they just that you see the, the the stitching in between of them strains a little bit, and both of them call out in pain. Ah! You, you idiot! You can, fool! They punch themselves in the gut. Try and they grab hate one another. One of their hands, like before they punch each other. Yeah. Can I just grab their hands? Both of to, them to stop. stop. Both heads look at you and say, what? <laughs> right. I need you to remain non-violent. Esmeralda from behind you. You just hear, she's clearly followed you. She, you hear, what the fuck? Right, uh, whole thing, Esmeralda. <laughs> right. Do you two know yeah, each think other? Think about it. Do we know each other? <laughs> Once again, they talk I don't know who you are, so yes, that is a question that I am asking. Well, this one right here, the left head gestures to the right head. Why, he's a son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And the other head, the right head gestures to the left head and says, Oh, I know this one quite well. He's a motherfucker. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, the two of you will have to get along from now on unless you both want to die, considering I don't think you can live apart. I guess the Deva had a sense of humor. (laughs) (laughs) No I'd imagine any other reason you'd sew these two together. <laughs> One of the heads turns to the two of you and like tries to force the entire body to bow, but the other head is not having it. So it's kind of like a more of a, a tilt rather twitch, than a yeah. bow and says, I am Lushan, powerful sorcerer supreme of the dwarven colonies. The other head once waits until Lushan is finished. Mm-hmm. And then tries to bow himself, but is forced to instead kind of just turn the head as well. And he says, I am Gorob, strongest of the dwarven warriors, mighty first sword. Right. Well, I think one of you is probably going to uh, take a back seat. Can I take a stab at what happened to you? Your recent, your tourists in Barovia, yes? Arrived here within the last week, something like that? They Perhaps. both nod. Mm. Well, this is your department, Hector. Enjoy your prophecy. I'm going downstairs. Though there is no water around you, you are nonetheless marooned. Over the years, our beautiful and talented artist Nathan Davis has created stellar artwork far greater than the utter bullshit it's been associated with. And for 10 years, we've been occasionally badgered with comments like, Hey, this artwork is great. I'd love to have this as the background on my phone. Or, man, this looks really cool. It sure would be neat to have that as my desktop. If only it was available somewhere. And, come on guys, you you have the artwork. It's right there. It... It shouldn't be this hard. Well, do I have some good news for you. For at least a dollar, you can download the perfect desktop wallpaper for your computer or that little Google machine you've got there right from our website, sanspansradio.com slash shop, and click the downloads icon. We've currently got several wallpaper packs available, but do check back often as I'm sure we'll add more, maybe in a further 10 years. So once again, that's sanspansradio.com slash shop and click that downloads icon.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sanspans Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&D is for Nerds on your favorite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.